this is episode five. This is the second part of Shannon, Emily, and Kendra in coming home and talking about rest. This one is rest with decisions and really knowing that God's got it. God knows what we don't know. So I hope you guys enjoy this. That's best friend type of style chat where we just kind of ping pong back and forth and have a conversation like you're in the room. I hope you enjoy it. I'm going to reintroduce to you Shannon Carpenter. She is the author of Heart of Homeschooling and a great resource to check out if that's something you're interested in and a mother of seven and Emily is her oldest daughter and she is a mother of two and she just started homeschooling. This is not a homeschooling episode. This is literally just God talking decisions, but I just wanted to introduce who they are and how they're my friends and how much I just love them and our God talks and what we learn by sharing with each other our past, where God's taken us, what we're learning in this moment, what we know we've learned before, and just kind of honing it all in. I hope this blesses you. Okay, so we're continuing our session on rest because we had a few things we wanted to go further into and a lot of different topics, but we wanted to start with maybe decisions and go back and talk about the house decisions that were made because it wasn't that we didn't pick a house per God's decision but maybe just didn't do it all the correct way did you want to yeah expand on that yeah totally so regarding buying houses there's two times in our family's life we bought and sold a house and the first time we were living in a mobile home and in Santa Cruz County they have very very slow development of new homes and they had a new house project going in and um, they have a special program that you can get on a list if you make a certain amount of money no more than a certain amount and you have a certain number of family members in your family we qualified but we didn't make enough money to get the loan so, but we got on the list. We were 20th on this list for they were going to build three houses that qualified for this program of the, you know, 30 or something total they were building. And, um, and but we didn't qualify for the loan, so we just trusted God. And year went by, another year went by, another year went by. It took three years for our home, the potential home, to finally be built. Again, we were 20th on the list in three years though, we moved to second on the list because all the people that were between number two and number 20 fell off the list in that three year period of time. And so when they called us after three years of waiting and waiting and waiting, because we couldn't afford a market rate home. This is the only home we could afford going from a mobile home to a, a regular stick built house. By the time they called us, we qualified for the loan because Wes had changed jobs to Cisco and I had started becoming a teacher for charter schools and we still we had another baby by then so we still qualified for the program but we know but and we qualified to get the loan and God knew that was going to happen and it was a huge test for us in patience because I will tell you through those three years I had many many times where I would be crying and I'd be just like so mad that this wasn't happening faster and why, why is this taking so long? Having no idea that God was working behind the scenes and, and he knew that these people would be falling off the list. And not only that, he blessed us even further. The first person on the list, number one, 
because they, they're, they're three houses they had built for this program and they're all different lots and one of the lots was perfect for a family with you know with children because it was on the corner of a cul-de-sac it was safe and the other one and the other two actually were not in safe locations busy streets and but number one person was a couple older retired couple and she called me one day and she's like you know you I want you to take the number one spot I want you to choose what lot you want because you have a growing family and it was just such a blessing because that was one of my worries how being did they on a know? busy street how did like how we did she... were going to the same church so oh. I knew her name was Kathy I knew Kathy she knew she was in children's church so we knew we were number one and number two of the three houses being built and so it was just such a blessing to see how God just worked everything out and just resting in his providence for his his provision for us and the second story was, of course, moving to Cool, which I kind of talked about a little bit last time. And it was almost, I was thinking about, it was like, that was three years, too. I want, I want to look up the meaning of three, because I know the meaning of seven in the Bible mm-hmm. means complete. Right. So I want to look up the meaning of three, because it's the well, second. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, like, thing. I guess he was in the tomb for three days. Yeah, three there's meanings uh, to numbers in the Bible. It's really interesting. But that was three years too. We in two thousand eight we decided, okay, we had seven children or six at that point we were gonna have seven and we decided, okay, we're gonna move to the country from the from the beach. It's gonna be hard. We love the beach, but we just really felt in our heart that that was what God wanted us to do and we looked and looked and looked for forever. But the very the second house we ever looked at was this house that we ended up buying and it was way more than we could afford but it was our dream house we knew we walked in we're just like oh my goodness the kids were like oh running all over this we want this house and we're just like there's there's no way in fact we we put an offer on it and pulled back out of it because we were like what are we thinking we can't afford this house and just but looking back during that three-year period we were striving a lot we were like oh we've just got to get a bigger house instead of being content we weren't content and it took three years for that house to, you know, it went from short sale to foreclosure to bank owned. It's cold out here. It's freezing cold out here. <laughs> and then um, we saw it up on auction. And it had been, it was like two and a half years at that point. And so we went to auction and we got it and the bank came back and said, no, just kidding, we're not going to let you have it, because when you go to auction, they still have the option to take it back and not actually sell it Mm -hmm. to you. So they put it back on the market. Anyways, we ended up buying it and getting it, and and looking back now, there were so many decisions that we made without praying, without resting and waiting for God. I mean, He was blessing us in so many ways. He had given us our dream home. Looking back now, we should have probably, well, I know for sure, not probably, we should have prayed and waited and and then seen how God can provide the answer without us trying to go out and get it ourselves. Like, for instance, we needed to do a lot of work on the house. It was all original, 30, 30 years, and we just hired the first contractor we found, and he made a bunch of huge mistakes and problems that we had to fix later and spend more money to fix instead of praying and waiting and seeking wise counsel in the area for maybe a contractor who was a Christian and needed work you know Mm -hmm. things like that Um, 
and our Santa Cruz house didn't sell right away, which we thought it would, a year and a half. And so I went out, I'm like, oh well, I'll just go get a part-time job. I'm already working full-time, what's another part-time job to make up the difference instead of saying, okay Lord, this is where we're at, can you help, help us? When is content and when is it like, no, we gotta try something new and like push forward? And I think that really is always a hard decision to yeah. be making, even yeah. when you're praying, even when you're like, okay, God, well, because we can't just sit here and just say, yeah. you're going to show up without me. Like, cause sometimes like everything that we had just been studying too, was like, you got to take the first step of obedience and then everything lines up sometimes, you know, and just even that, like try something new. So I have a couple of questions for you within that yeah. story. Okay. So the first one is you're like, we just felt really called to move to the country. That was trying something completely new for yes. you guys. I was just listening to Christy Wright yeah. about um, her. She, right out of college, she wanted to try the country, so she bought 40 acres. Oh. I'm not even sure she bought it or how she yeah. ended up on it, or she was just like well, doing this working ranch thing. And she was like, that was really hard work. That was a fun phase. It was not my type of work. Yeah. <laughs> and Cadence was just cracking up at the story she was telling. Yeah. So, like, what did you think of when you were thinking of the country? What did you, like, yeah. why, why? Little Cadence? House in the Prairie. Okay. Yeah, totally. I grew up watching Little House and Prairie. I'm like, oh, that yellow grass. Look how soft it is. She's running through it. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it's the pokiest. No. It's the Star worst, <laughs> horrible thing ever. Reality sinks in. No, but even that, Kendra, God knew what we could handle. So we looked at every single piece of property that was for sale between Kasumnis and Lincoln and down to Rancho Cordova, like everywhere. Second house that we bought was, like it's in a gated community, so it's not out in the boondocks, because we right. looked at houses that were out in the boondocks, and West and I, like he's, we could totally live out like wherever, but we knew the transition, like we were re reality. Well, no, not like necessarily, we knew, you needed the internet for dad to work. That was it too. That so was the biggest thing. It was, because my husband works from home, so and he has to have high-speed internet. So every single piece of property we looked at, outside of this of the trails, was the satellite. And satellite doesn't have fast enough internet. We have a little doggy here. <laughs> he doesn't want to listen. Um, satellite doesn't have fast enough, fast enough internet. So most of the property that we looked at outside of the trails. The, the other thing though, our kids had lived in neighborhoods their whole life. So we knew that it would be a huge, like huge jump, huge learning curve to go from city to living on a well and all of the things that, so we, we went the in-between route. But I feel like that was like God creating that situation as well. So what was your question again? Like, how did you know? Because you said we felt like God was leading us to the yes. country. So what made It you... was Josh, really. Like, looking back, we, were, we weren't on the busiest of streets, but our street was still busy. And our, we want, Josh was like Mr. and Miley, our dog. They, they needed land. Like, every day it was a struggle. They wanted to be outside. He wanted to be where there was more land. And so we knew... We wanted to experience that, and, and Little House on Prairie, the influence of that, and just having more space and having a slower lifestyle 
too. Just sounded enticing rather than. Yeah, it felt like things were going so fast and so busy that we just wanted to enjoy every moment that we could. And we've gotten that. Like, I truly feel that it was totally God's plan for our lives to go there. It's funny though, because when you are in the midst, like you're saying, like making a quick change, I remember meeting with our pastor in Santa Cruz because we were so confused. We were like, well, you know, should we or shouldn't we? And Wes is a surfer and we love the beach and, you know, just that back and forth, back and forth. And we even met with our pastor and we're like, well, how do we know God's will? And he's like, sometimes God says you can do either one. Right. And we were, that concept test was like, what? Right. We always thought it was black and white. Really? Yeah. And and he's like, no, you can share the gospel here or in cool. Like he, God might be just like, wherever you go, I will bless you. Yeah. And it was such a weight lifted. Finally, yeah. we were like, oh, okay. So we won't get the wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my, my really good friend that I talk about all the time, like my Jesus sister that my closest Jesus sister <laughs> yeah. um, that calls us out on our stuff. We mm. were reading a devotion or something and it was um, good and good. Mm-hmm. And it was, there is a whole lot of decisions that are good and good. Yeah. There is not best and less than it is right. literally good and good. And or you wrong just and right. the, yeah. well, wrong and right's a little easier to buy that whole black and white thing. Right. But there are right. the ones that are just like, it doesn't matter. Like you can choose it and God will make the path of that. And you can choose this and he will make the path of that. And it is, that was something um, towards the end of the Bible studies that I was saying, trying to remember the freedom because God really does use everything. So even if we do step out of line, but we do care to be in line, he's gonna, I mean, imagine how the three years of the stuckness, because I've had mine and mine was more like four or five. And that stuckness where you're like, okay, I think I found a window I can climb out. And you're like, and now I'm in another room. That <laughs> was yeah. not a way out. <laughs> well, I thought it was outside, but it wasn't. And then yeah. you're, you know, when you're banging on the doors, if you can be that held in a stuck yeah. situation, then when the doors open to walk forward, why do we question it so hard? Right. You know, like that, that was a part for me that was right. like, I really can't, if he's going to be like, even if it was wrong, but he allowed me to do it is because he still had a plan of what I was going to learn in that. Right. It's always about what you're going to you know? learn. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. but why do I fight so much to make that decision and allow yeah. all that doubt and that whole like doubts masquerading itself in right. wisdom. And when yeah. you're, when you're overthinking things, it's doubt masquerading and wisdom. And I was just like, ah, <laughs> Well, isn't that yeah. an awakening? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But the, go ahead. Did you have... Well, I think going back to rest again, too, um, like for me right now, I'm in this huge transition mode and, and I'm just handling it differently than in the past when I was in a transition mode or like making changes in my life where I'm like every day just trying to be present and asking the Lord to show me what he wants to teach me today and being okay if it's nothing. Yeah. Like just being content and if it's something awesome and when it is something like I cry because I see it's from God it's not something I made happen necessarily because I'm getting ahead of God it's me working with him instead of getting ahead of him it's just just, I used to do so much I would go on Zillow and be like oh what other houses are there oh what other jobs are there oh (laughs) instead of just being like Okay, Lord, I'm going to do everything that I should be doing, but I'm also going to sit back and wait for you to work. I still didn't look this up, but I'm not because I'm just now going, oh, yeah, I said I was going to look that up last week. (laughs) But I was in my own head, like, because right now we're in a situation where you can't really plan. 
Like, no. they're like, so is fair going to have it? I don't know. Like, they, they didn't even collect my fees right. for it like they would. Like, yeah, everything's yeah. just still kind of like, wait and see, wait and see, which is a lot of those type of situations when you're trying to buy yeah. a house is a wait and see. Yes. And um, I'm like, okay, God, so, like, I'm learning, and we have talked about, too, like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about what I'm going to do tomorrow until it is tomorrow. Like, that's been yeah. so much more present to me understanding I'm like it could look like I was procrastinating like I just didn't plan what that was but instead I've like learned like no that's really the amount of what God wants you to let go of it that it does not matter till that day and then on that day be willing to say this is good or this is not good today you know and make those decisions as they come and yeah it can still leave you a little more like oh should I should I not (laughs) whatever but I because because practicing when you've learned what procrastination feels like right versus making a plan and then what does the bible really say about what we should be planning for mm-hmm. because the first thing that pops in my head is for i know the plans i have for you says the lord <laughs> and it's right. like so does he really only have all of our plans and we're still as an american way have overthought what we are supposed to plan and prepare for mm-hmm. and i know that dave ramsey yeah, has a sure. lot of like biblical things that he's able to say plan yeah. and prepare because these verses I don't have them in my mind though because like everything else and I don't know if it's just a thing God's teaching me yeah. again about like you really need to just continue being you because I really can be a person that's like God's got it but I can be too far in that direction it's, too it's, it's a huge so, like, tension I totally know what you're saying because <laughs> yeah. when you're doing the Dave Ramsey thing it becomes about you and what you're making happening. And we were like just talking about this. Yes, the other day. and there's this tension between being a good steward, right, and trusting God. There's this huge tension. Yeah, and I think being close to the Lord is so important because, for example, I've been, you know, like you know, I've been on EdJoin and I've been applying for charters, right, for a new job, right, and then I'm doing this entrepreneur thing, and. If you're close to the Lord, like if I, this is just me, my personal experience, and just like when we were looking at houses, there's this thing that happens, a feeling thing inside of you. Like you get excited about something and then the other, and you, and the other thing you're not so excited about and you don't, you can't really know why. And, but I still have this internal thing of like wanting to complete it, even if I'm not excited about it. Like it doesn't really make sense. So there... It's, mm-hmm. it's, is it hard to, is it, is, I'm not making any sense. So it's, let me be more specific. No, no, no. So, I was wondering why you were saying, I kind of lost where you were saying you, you have a desire to finish completing something. Yes. When it doesn't. Yes. How, I'll, I'll go back to the house situation. So we were looking at all these houses here, right? Even though the second house we wanted was Sage Hill. Why didn't we just stop then and pray? Why didn't we just say, Lord, this is the perfect house for us. Both of us want this. And just stop. Well, you All didn't the mention hours, the price dropping. Yes. That but, was the timing thing so, where you needed to wait three years because it dropped over but 200 grand. if we grand. were close and Like, if we were in tune with the Lord, we could have saved so many hours of haggling how to enlarge our house in Santa Cruz and going right. on Zillow and, look, and driving to this area multiple hmm. times, looking at different things. Because we would have just known that that house is going to be for us when it's ready. You know, I want to be in that type of relationship with the Lord. So I'm not always striving for all these things that never even happen. And that's what I mean. Like, we were so excited. There was no other house that we were as excited about as that house. 
Like, we would look at every single house. Well, it's not Sage Hill. <laughs> well, it doesn't have that. <laughs> yep. So what do you and mean about when you stop being excited, but you still want to follow through? That's what I mean. So we we found these other second exciting houses. We were oh. excited about them, but we weren't, like, super excited about it. We, did, we knew in our heart this wasn't the right one. We put offers on... Like 20, 40, 40, houses. Ho- 40 One, houses. A diary I'd been writing in for years. My last diary <laughs> entry was about the house up on Kasumnis. And I was yeah. like, the next time this I'll be writing, it. we'll be living in this house. And then I never started the new diary because we didn't end up moving there. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sad. We would get all excited for yeah. very temporarily for a day. And we put an offer in and we would go home and we'd be like, no, it's not the right one. And we would back out. But it, but we continued Did to you, strive. Well, the even reason though, for that one, you guys were <clears throat> set, but the, you got it inspected, and then the internet wasn't going to work. That was why you. I just want to get. Yeah, like a day yes, away from escrow closing. I just want to get to a point with my relationship with the Lord where I'm like, He's like, no, and I'm like, okay, but I have peace in my heart because I can feel that this is something, but it's just not the right timing. So I'm just going to wait and be content and be a mom okay. and do my thing. I actually have a better because I was like. So what is still is she saying? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, but I, this is, this is the other correlation. I was like, oh, okay, this is the trap of, because I was like, well, don't you need to sometimes see a road until they're all blocked? I'm like, oh, but you know, sometimes yeah. really whether like do. right now where you keep applying for it, you're like, yeah. so I did. I applied for all the charters just because I needed all of them to close in a pretty package. <laughs> you know, yeah. like God's like, fine. No. No. Exactly. No. Exactly. No. Are you tired of hearing no? (laughs) And just let it happen. But it was like a continual pattern in your life that you do. I do. Each of them need to see. And it's good. This was. It's like I'm beating. But it's good for us to know. Like God knows what you need. So he keeps just giving you the no. And you're like. And instead of getting more frustrated. You're like. Yay. I'm I'm feeling more like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Because it all got. I love closed doors. I am now loving my closed doors. That's That's what what I I just did you. That's the question. That's what I needed. You can't have the question that you're doing it wrong. You have to know. That you're on the right path. Without all these no's. So that's why when this house came up two and a half years later and Wes walks in from the garage and he's like it's on auction it's still for sale and it's three hundred thousand dollars less than two and a half years ago we were like we're getting this <laughs> we're getting this house no matter so what funny, you know? that actually sent me back to this house that I saw in Tennessee that I thought I really really wanted and our realtor wouldn't even show it to us oh wow he's like I don't really like I that really part of town I don't know if I want this is a different, no, this is a house oh, I didn't tell you one. about. This oh. was like the first one that led me to Tennessee. Oh. I just saw this house and the front steps. I was like, I just want to go sit there and pray there. I don't know what's going to happen there. I just feel like I'm supposed to yeah. sit on those steps and pray. Oh. And I like begged Dustin to let me go just sit on the steps yeah. and pray at this <laughs> house. And my realtor ended up not even taking us to the house. He was very like, he was a good realtor, good Christian man too. And I don't know what, but then there was like a couple years later, I'm like, that house is still on the market. Like it came back up again. I still never saw it. Wow. I feel like we still should have seen it. Now I'm like, I should see hmm. if that house exists. <laughs> Not that. Gonna, but right I'm back. like, no, no, no. Right now I'm in the middle of knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. Don't go there. Don't go there. 
today. <laughs> Curiosity. No, but that would be bad of me because I know that tonight, right now is not yeah. the timing for us. I told him, like, we're not, you know, wanting to leave here in any kind yeah. of hurry and definitely not unless God actually was like, you're leaving. But I definitely right. feel, again, like back to that, what do you plan for? And I think it is kind of whatever God put in your heart to be planning for. Like, he kind of lets you know, what I mean. this is coming, be ready. And yeah. so, like, right now, my plan is... We need to finish this up with whatever extra funds we have because we were like, let's take like a summer vacation for like two weeks again and just yeah. travel the United States. We love doing it. We need to just, I don't know what we need. We Like, I know that there's some point of needing to leave and come back to this because we have never had a place to call home our yeah. entire marriage right. that was not like ours. Yeah. So to leave and come back because this has been then then starting businesses at the house like it all just always feels like work and you're always focused on the next project and you're always worried mm-hmm. about the next thing. And I don't ever like there's times I'll sit in my house and I'll all of a sudden be like okay, I'm having one of those weird like this is mine <laughs> feelings because I don't even let my mind yeah. settle to there most of the mm-hmm. time, you know? Yeah. Cuz I'm so used to God being like nope, not anymore. Nope, mm-hmm. not anymore. So I don't know how but I'm like, am I conditioned to think that? And when do I hit a settling point? But there is still this prepare and plan for whatever happens. Get this finished for your mm-hmm. next. And whether that next means I stay here with a more finished product or in case all things go super south that California needs to be exited by some of us yeah. Christians, then I'm in a really good place to do that now. And this was the blessing that we were supposed to walk into. But the preparedness, I guess, is more of just like how your heart really feels about it exactly. and that it's not about the strife and it's not about the searching. It's yeah. just this, you only know those baby steps and they're like, I'm just going to save up this because that's what I feel is right right now, you know? Yeah. And it's not a, I mean, saving's not bad and those type of preparing things no. is not bad. Absolutely. It's the wise steward thing is, is very important, but it, it also is leaving room for God to work. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything to say on <clears throat> in regards to what we're talking about, like how God has moved in your Actually, I had some questions towards you, though. Because yeah. <laughs> okay. I, when I first even, like, we haven't had... Emily and I haven't gotten to have a lot of talks and there was some things that she was like yeah I wish I wasn't really living in cool and you were thinking about Arizona at some point too and so I and this comes back to that like are we content where we're at are we striving for what God has next and I I want to Mm -hmm. I had some really good questions that I've had in my mind just because of where I've been of man I wish our our still favorite house that we got to spend like five years at the entire time I had this like you're not going to stay here feeling Mm -hmm. and so instead of just absorbing and wanting to enjoy the amounts of what I did have I was constantly looking at Zillow and (laughs) what about this town and what about way out of the nation (laughs) like anywhere my fun brain wanted to take me and um so with that, I don't know what, where, where your mind has been and what, yeah. and how do we know, I just, just staying in that topic of contentment versus ready for something new and knowing mm-hmm. that God does want us to experience new things too, because otherwise right. we don't know unless we try. Right. And mm-hmm. that's always kind of, I'm, I'm like super into, I don't know unless I try it, let's just try it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I know that you're in my personality, this could be alike in some mm-hmm. of those. So how, how yeah. much does that 
resonate with you. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it comes down to just being at peace. And it's easy, especially if you have sort of a dreamer personality, which I can definitely fall into. It's easy to kind of get caught in the trap of the grass is greener. Oh, what's this going to be like? Oh, what is this? So, like, every time you get something that you should be content in, it doesn't always last very long. Um, and that's why I was so excited to move to cool when I was younger, because it was just an exciting change and getting to live in a new town and all of that. Um, but yeah, there's, I think there's definitely been seasons and I've fallen into that trap of instead of like you said, like just being content in the moment in the house you're in, it's like, Oh, what's next? 10 years down the road. Do we have to add on? How can we knock out this wall and add on two bedrooms or should we just wait and shop around and buy a bigger house or instead of just like being in the moment and you know, just being right where God has planted you at the moment. Cause I Bloom think where it's, you're planted. yeah, I think it's, it's, it's cliche, it's so but it's hard for people very, but I want to know what's in that corner. <laughs> I can't put my roots in the ground when I need to know all of the, you know, yeah. that want to just experience so much. And, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like when, when, if we could help everybody understand more the, that feeling of looking at what's positive in those moments. Yeah. Yeah, I think when we first got married, we had like a period of transition and we were super blessed by our worship pastor. He let us live in a house that they had that was up for sale, so it was just empty. And so we lived in that for the first five months and then it sold and then Jeff was already in the academy for his new job and so we moved in with my parents and this was all like the house we were living in was 30 seconds away um, and so we moved in for just like two months and we bought a new house and then when we moved to Susanville I think that was definitely a good place for us to kind of just establish our family and learn how to be content in the moment and it's been a really good transition to move back and we knew we wanted to be close to family but I think it's definitely been hard just because we have sort of a similar story where we knew we were supposed to be moving and we knew it wasn't forever but we didn't know what the timing would be and it kind of just happened really quick we came in March to visit and we looked at five houses and the first one was the one we really wanted right up the street from my parents and it went into escrow right away so we didn't get it so we kind of just wrote it off our list and Jeff and I had a talk about like okay maybe we just need to be content and we were pulling up to our church going to like an elders meeting and we just kind of said we should just be content and be happy here and we'll see what happens and that night our realtor called us and was like guess what's back on the market <laughs> and the same I house that we'd wanted <laughs> and, and that's another like pattern that I've realized yeah. like literally yeah. and, and even when you're like back to dating years you know and you're like who am I going to date? Who am I going to marry? Who? And it was like, you know what? And I, I actually was like, I'm taking a sabbatical for men for a year. <laughs> like, I am not going on another date. And then I get a phone call from Dustin and I'm like, this is Oh, how test. funny. <laughs> that's like the same story with me. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, but that, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like as soon as you're yeah. like, I'm going to let well, go of this. I think that's all God looking. I think that's all he wants. That's what he wants. Think about the women who can't get pregnant. Yeah. And they're finally like, okay, let's adopt. And they get pregnant. Yep. That's all he yep. wants is just for us to 
stop pretending that we have it under control. Yeah. Because we're assuming that we do, yep. and we really don't. Oh, and it's an right. illusion, and it's we're so stressed true. out, and it's just overwhelming us and taking over our lives. And as soon as we just are willing to let it go, yep. literally most of the time within hours, it's like, yep. okay, here you go. Yep. So, like, the, yep. so I don't know if I'm writing a book or just <clears throat> like a smaller devotional Bible study, but I'm going into like the favor, right? And when I first looked up, well, I the second time I've gone further into favor actually Mm -hmm. has been um, that favor can be interchanged with grace sometimes. And really it's God's kindness and it's um, the, the things that can only be accomplished through him Mm -hmm. is, is being, that's his favor. So he bestows it. Nothing that whole, no works can save you. No works can help you. No, nothing. It's It's only right. And so like, we can't predict the pregnancies and those yeah. type of things. It's it's only by His saving grace yep. that those things yep. happen in the way that they line up, and all and it's for all Absolutely. things for your marriage, for your house, yeah. for your kids, for your. It's not something that we're supposed to be planning and striving. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. controlling and all. just just we, living. It's like human it. beings constantly try to control everything. And I just think that is the opposite of our heart, like what God wants for our hearts. Yeah. And that's what I mean, like staying close to the Lord. Like there's so many choices we have to make every single day. We have to be constantly praying and asking God, you know, what do you want me to do right now? (laughs) The thing is, is that like, that's like, I was like, I got the best Mother's Day gift ever. Yeah. Quincy picked out all my outfits. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah. I didn't have to think Any about what less, I was going to wear today. You have to decide. Right. And yeah. less, less decisions. And like, oh, I wore and as well. her. Sure. Well, and I wore this little lace dress with this like big sun hat <laughs> and I was wearing cowboy boots and I got the funniest looks in the grocery store. You went cool. out. You're I so did. And I did. But I didn't. And I'm not, I'm not even like. Yeah. Based by going out like like of and I was like somebody else yeah. somebody else picked it for me yeah. I wear a brilliant yeah. <laughs> and like this guy when I was like my four year old picked my uh, he said something and I said yes I didn't have to think about it today my four year old picked it and he just starts laughing hysterically and he was like so cool. he's like this is making a lot more sense and I was like oh <laughs> so wear it proudly <laughs> like, I don't care sense. that I look like some southern belle actress yeah. thing <laughs> on a dare in the grocery store right now now because I'm not in my bulk hat and jeans <laughs> I can funny. do whatever I want That's right. but I guess it does kind of give you more of an excuse to just be what you were being because yeah. I had my excuse well my four-year-old had me do it so yeah. like but if like let's switch that to God yeah you know how exactly. much more are we comfortable in our decision to just do it anyways because God said it nope we're still looking who's pointing fingers yeah. and what they might say about it and mm-hmm. am I really in the right jurisdiction to be talking about or thinking this or what whatever it is that he's put on our heart like mm-hmm. how many people told you you were crazy to want to go to the country the, not too many but it but they did think we were crazy just because of Wes loving to surf and us loving to the beach a lot of people told us we'd be back okay yeah that was a lot more. A lot more people told us, oh, you'll... You well, know. that was the thing. We didn't have the option to go back. Yeah. We were like, uh... That's why it was Because we had the Measure J, and you to, wouldn't qualify for yeah, it again. Because of that program we mm-hmm. were in, the house we had, market value would have been four times the amount that the value the program allowed us to sell it for, if that makes sense. Like, it was 400000 that we sold it for. 
market value is like a million, but it's mm. in this program that's sheltered. So there's no way we can take a $400,000 house and turn it into a market house, like move right. back. Right. There's no way. Um, so we knew it was a permanent decision for us. Um, that's probably why it was. And in any way, did it feel like you walked out of the blessing? No, not at all. No, we totally felt just like my pastor said, you'll be blessed here. You'll be blessed there. Mm -hmm. God's giving you a choice. Having the choice in our hands though, was really scary. It was Mm -hmm. like, we felt like we were going to ruin our children's lives if it's not in God's will. You know, if we make this move and it's not part of his plan, like that's how we thought, but we've since changed. We understand now God is not that narrow minded. He can work in so many different <laughs> right, situations. Again, that's the illusion of like, you have this, like you said, like you can go off his path and he can still use it and bring it back. Totally. And so it's not like, that's sort of like puffing ourselves up thinking it like totally one little is. decision I mean yes it's a big Again, decision but it's control. like something that you make yeah. could really screw everything Words else up it's more important. about where your intentions are like God's <laughs> yes. gonna make it all work absolutely it's yes. just as long as your intentions are and our with intentions an open were to obey and, him and yeah it was a real that was the biggest learning experience with that is realizing that God's blessings were in either or well, I like Emily's words of puffing ourselves yes, up. Yes, <laughs> you know, like, I totally see the peacock showing off and being like, <laughs> every move I make is the best, de- you know, like is the most <laughs> catastrophic decision. And that is, that's so true, Emily. Like I think of the song, uh, the control song from 10th Avenue North about them. Like I tried to get, because it's when they gave up all their music and then God was like, and they said, lead us where you want us to go. Cause we, we think we're supposed to put our families first. And this seems like the music's mm-hmm. being hindrous. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you didn't, oh, you don't remember, choose yes. me cause you, cause you need me. You choose me cause you want me Yeah. and you only yeah. allow me to use my gifs. And, yeah. and you, like, what, what is the is line? I've listened Ugh, to that interview. I, can't think I know of the what line. you're talking about. I didn't about. know about Will this. You look it up really fast because I'm having a hard time. They were going to walk away, right? Yeah, they were yeah. ready to walk away. I remember listening. And what is it called? Um, it's it's 10th Avenue North Control, and hmm. it, it's um, but it's like, it's I, I have the wrong song stuck in my head to think of the lyrics. Control somehow you want me. Yeah, somehow you want me. Oh how you need me. Oh yeah, I know this song. Mm-hmm. Freeze me to open my hands up and give you to open our hands up and give you control, like because somehow what is what is the did you look up the lyrics just to read the chorus? I have the chorus. Yeah, yeah, just read the chorus. It says, "God, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. Oh, how you love me! Somehow that frees me to take my hands off of my life and the way it should go." God, you don't need me, but somehow you want me. Oh, how you love me. Somehow that frees me to open my hands up and give you control. I give you control. Yeah. So when I was at the end of my house, like, I am so over this. I'm going to find a way out. I'm not staying here another minute. And just, like, that song just just really, like, okay, I'm, I'm being in control again if I just let go I just let go what does that look like at this moment and it was like I don't need a plan Mm -hmm. I know I need to move forward and I know I need it to look scary Mm -hmm. because without it I don't know how he's gonna come in and and do something with it you know and I needed the lesson like he knew what I needed and he again a lot finally was like all right you need to run ahead for a minute Mm -hmm. here you go it's not as good as you think it is 
Yeah. You know, and he let me learn all of that. And luckily, I'm a quick learner. It only took six weeks to to learn the lesson and show me as much as he wanted to show me. But again, like that whole, when you're sitting in openness and you're sitting in brokenness and you're mm-hmm. sitting before God going, I want it to be your way. And I don't want to miss your will out of stubbornness and unwillingness right. to move forward. So show me that you're going to use everything was right. pretty much my prayer. Like, yeah. Show me you'll use a bad mistake. Show me you'll use the right mistakes and show me that you can intervene in in flat out stubborn, not going to move ways. And he does. He, Mm -hmm. he, because if we need to be shoved, he, because he knows, you know, I'm one that wants to jump and my husband's one that wants to stay. (laughs) We're together for the opposites of what we are because I'm constantly pulling him. So he has to move and he's constantly holding me. So I have to think about it. (laughs) And but it's even if God didn't only give us each other then when we're both silent against not pushing or pulling or holding each other Mm -hmm. in those directions then God intervenes Mm -hmm. and he opens up and Mm -hmm. I've been in a road where I'm learning a lot about that it's more like resting in the fact that God's taking care of every single thing Mm -hmm. whether it's government wise or our house wise or children wise or our next thing that we're gonna go do all right. Well, we talked about our rest, and yeah. um, we're going to come back and talk about rest with uh, decisions of which just further than just like house type of decisions yeah. and those type of decisions, but personally understanding who we are in the way that we um, function in our house decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll come back with that. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you took some takeaways that this wasn't really about house decisions. This was just what we've learned in house decisions that help us for the rest of our decisions. Things like there's good and good and God's going to show up and take care of it when we wait. And when the doors open, move faster. And just all the different directions of when that happens and how to read that better. Whatever lesson God's taking you through right now, I hope that this was a blessing as you try to decide your next decisions. If you guys need more prayer, reach out to us on my website, www.kendradwecarol.com and shoot us a message from there. And you can also join a Psalms devotional journal if you're looking for something to help grow closer to God right now. So let us know how we can bless you, help you, and connect you. Hope you guys have a beautiful day. And be blessed, mamas. Bye. Yay. So, guys, if you're wondering, how does Kendra podcast and have four kids and meet up with friends? Well, one, I haven't seen these friends since everybody started school. So, don't worry. Everybody's in the same boat. We're all busy. Two, sorry I sounded out of breath at the end there. I was walking around a roping arena because that's what I do. I'm multitasking, walking trying to enjoy my kids, trying to be present, and trying to bless everybody. It feels like a lot sometimes, so I'm just going to ask for some grace and forgiveness as I just want to keep up with this schedule, giving everything out to you. I have so much saved up to share with you that I just want to keep on this big momentum of pushing it out. We are looking to share with as many people as you can, so share and hit like and follow and all the things. Bye, friends!